Good day. Thank you for joining us for this edition as time goes by. I'm the host of this podcast, Rich O'Brien. The primary purpose of these podcasts is to serve the general area of Kiowa County, Colorado, and the town of Eads in particular. Now, while we're certainly open to announcing important functions taking place in our area, we're especially interested in discussing services that are available, and that's where we are today. We have as our guest Ken Grant, Social Services Director for the hospital here in Eads, Colorado. It's a great state of Colorado, we can say it that way. Ken, <laughs> welcome. Thanks, Rich. Good to be here. Good to have you, and uh, we want to know, I do, uh, I, I assume that if I want some answers, there are other people that have the same questions. That's sure seems possible. Yeah. Um, and I'm wondering just what you do at, at that <laughs> position of social services director. Yeah, well, Rich, I, I, I do a lot, so I'll, I'll try to summarize the well, you things don't have I a do. scalpel in your hand or anything no like no no that. no no uh, they, they no longer allow me to uh <laughs> they, they don't even allow me near scalpels or dangerous <laughs> dangerous things uh I, i'm no longer allowed near those so no you, you won't find me with a scalpel in my hand or treating patients or doing those things uh, no nursing uh, I, I do joke sometimes that if 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 nursing or someone needs help i can youtube it and, and maybe provide some help to them, but they, they never take me up on that. So <laughs> Nobody's taking you up. No one's taking me up on that yet, thankfully. Thankfully, yeah, but I'm right. sure there's a YouTube to show me how. But no, as social services director, what, what I do is is really, I, I just, it, it's a wide range of things that, that, that probably simply comes down to um, looking after or helping look after the, the, the welfare and the well-being of, of the patients in the hospital. And, and really at the clinic as well. So if, if there was someone who needed something, um, maybe help with something they, they needed, uh, had, had questions about some, some part of their care um, that, that maybe, maybe I could help with, or even help set up something, for example, like home health care, something along those lines, it, it's really what I do. So not just... Not just um, now, and at the hospital, we have uh, we have long term care patients. We have uh, we have inpatient. Uh, we also have skilled swing bed patients. So it could be any patient at the hospital who may may have a need that that, that I can help with. So it's, it it more or less is a division between what you do and the medical side. Sure, sure. I mean, you you're not involved in prescriptions or surgery or any <laughs> of those things, and so in in. I, I happened to see you one day. I came into the hospital, and I saw you uh, helping address someone's needs into the long care. Sure, long care uh, part of the. I think that's where it was. The long term care. Yeah, yeah. And uh, you were there. I, I heard you say something like, "Well, you know, if you need anything, you let me know. My office is right over here." Uh, I thought that was pretty nice for somebody to hear. If I if I'm put into a place like that. I want to know that there's somebody looking after me besides my hospital doctor or nurses or others, and that that seemed to be what you were doing. Yeah, yeah, Rich, I remember um, a, a lot of what we, we do and we have is when someone's coming into the long-term care, um, it, it's a completely new environment for them. Sure. Whether they've been at home or they've been in another facility, uh, it, it's, it's often one of the most challenging times of life, Is especially if you're coming from home, 
um, having been able to take care of yourself, things like that. Your family doesn't really know what to expect coming into long-term care. The patient doesn't really know what to expect coming into long-term care. So one aspect of my job is to try to make that transition as smooth as possible for both the patient and their family. One thing that I uh, suspect, well, let me put it this way. What was the name of the person that was going into the hospital that day? The name of the person? Uh, I'm not sure. Oh, I thought you couldn't tell me. And I can't tell you. I, okay, because of something known as HIPAA. Exactly. Yep. I, I, I don't remember that in no. particular who the patient was, but I can't tell. You I, tell I could not either. give you that information anyway. I was trying to set you up. <laughs> <laughs> because I know about that HIPAA thing, you know, having a wife who has uh, uh, been an RN all these years. And so... Uh, I, I know where it stops. Exactly. Oh, yeah. Usually stops at my front door. I couldn't go any further. But uh, as you do this, uh, let's say, let's create something here. Uh, let's say that I have someone in my family that, that needs care beyond the, the medical care. I come into you, uh, do I? And, uh, and ask to go into your office. And then tell you what my concern is for this person, whatever yeah. it may be. Yeah, absolutely. So, a uh, couple different ways, Rich. Let, let's take, for example, let's say uh, your, your, your family member has been at home. Um, they're no longer able to take care of themselves. There, yeah. There's family not able to provide care. Uh, I get a lot of calls from, from people in that situation. They're That's wanting right. to know mm -hmm. what that next step is. Mm -hmm. and, and so there are several different things that can can be provided, resources that can be used um, along that process. Uh, and that's that's what I'm there for. I, I get calls from all over, uh, from family members who are wanting to make sure their their loved one uh, is is taken care of. It's a that, big step. Or it's a huge step for some people. It it you're right, Rich. It is a major step, um, and, and and often a person may not know, you know, what that next step is. They may not know where to turn, where to go, what to do. Uh, it, it really is a scary process and a scary step. It's a whole new thing. And so they'll call me to kind of get some information. Uh, I have people who will call me just to kind of get an idea of, of what to do next. Maybe, maybe it's not, you know, for our long-term care. Um, maybe it's a question about, you know, some resources in the community that would help at home. Sure. Uh, the other side to that is when, when we have someone who comes into the hospital, it, it may be a similar situation where before they go home, they may need some resources or some services that, that will provide some care and some help when they do go home. Uh, sometimes a, a family member or even the patient may have concerns about going home, and, and, and that's when they turn to me. Uh, not only a patient or a family member, but our providers or nurses or, or someone else on, on the staff at the hospital may have some concerns about a patient yeah. when they're going home, and, and so they would turn to me uh, to make sure that that patient's going to have everything they need when they go home. Does Do most hospitals have a person... Uh, in that position uh, to do that. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking that most of us, 
I certainly didn't know the position existed until I talked with you. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I've been in hospital too many times to tell in different <laughs> ones. Yeah. Uh, yeah. How does a person know this? Uh, is there any kind of, uh, I don't want to say advertisement, but is there any uh, anything in the community other than what we're doing right now uh, to, to let it be known that this, this position exists? Uh, yeah, great question. Uh, so, so it is... There, there's going to be people pretty much at every hospital who's going to do what I do. Now, our, our hospital being a smaller hospital, being a critical access hospital in, in, in a small rural community. You can uh, explain what that means. Now, what does that mean? That, that Basically, that just means we're, we're a smaller hospital. Uh, we're, we're, we're not, we, we don't always have the same services and resources that a larger hospital is going to have. So referrals come out of the hospital, you're saying? Right. To, to larger cities. Exactly. So, so we just we won't provide the same services. Um, we, we we function a little bit differently um, than than bigger hospitals. Um, so, what my position is why I, I, when I mention it's very broad range. So, in a larger hospital, you would probably have multiple people who do what I do at, at our hospital here. And, and it can go by several names. It may be case management. It may be care management. And and within that. With, within that department in larger hospitals, you're going to have uh, case managers, you're going to have social workers who are basically doing the same thing I do here, but they may have a, a more focused um, specialty. So they may serve one floor or a, a certain area of the hospital. Well, as you know, uh, I had an experience recently where I was admitted to the hospital mm-hmm. here in Eats, and... Um, and then I was referred to a hospital in, I think, Colorado Springs, I believe. <laughs> I don't know. I was out of it, you know. <laughs> and, um, but that's the kind of thing that a critical care hospital, if I, as I recall, will, will send a person to another place in, this, in, in an instance like this. Not every time, of course, but... Right, not not every time, but but if we're not able to provide the, the level of care that's needed, then that that's when it, it's time to um, transfer a patient to, to a, a higher to level of Ken care. Ken Grant, who is social services director for the hospital here in Eads, it has several names. Wisebrod, did I say it correctly? I think you said it correctly, Rich. Good job. That's the hospital name. However, the greater name is, as you told me earlier, is something else. Kiowa County Hospital District. And doing business as Wisebroad Memorial Hospital. It's too complicated for me. <laughs> I'm glad you know what you do. Anyway, good to have you talk about this. I, uh, I think we're learning some things here. Anything else I can uh, pull out of you about uh, your job, what you do? You, how long have you been here, by the way? I, I've, I've, been, I've been here since August okay. of, of 2020. And you had come from this kind of work uh, elsewhere. Yeah, yeah. I, I've, I've done, uh, so my background... Um, uh, in, in, in social work, social services, uh, I've, I've been a caseworker for the state of Wyoming for uh, their family services. I, I've been um, uh, basically doing case management social work at, at a larger hospital in Cheyenne, Wyoming. Hmm. So my, my background uh, along, that, along those lines uh, really prepared me for, for the, the job that I do now at the hospital here. Well, we're, we're glad to have you here. We don't like Wyoming. 
You don't like Wyoming? <laughs> oh my goodness! Well, I, I, I can't. No, no. I can't even finish this. Uh, no. <laughs> so you're going to stop this interview. <laughs> no, I, you know what I mean. Uh, we, we're glad to have you here in Colorado. That's what I'm saying. I gotcha. All we're right. Glad to have you here than than in Wyoming. Yeah, that's, that's, okay, gotcha. That's what I'm getting at. <laughs> okay. Uh, thank you, Ken. I, I want to ask you about another thing that you're doing. Okay. I guess at the same time, August of this past year. When you came to the hospital to do social services director, you also were coming as the pastor of the First Baptist Church. Kind of a, I would say, uh, you've got a plate full. Did you say that? <laughs> I, I, I would say that, uh, but, but I enjoy it. You're, you're right, Rich. Uh, actually, what, what brought us here, ultimately, God, God brought us here. Um, the, the church brought us here, and, and then by, by God's hand, uh, provided the, the position and the opportunity at the hospital. So all, all came together you know, in, in, in August of this year uh, for, for my family and I to, to come from Wyoming to Eads, Colorado, where uh, I, I serve as uh, the pastor at First Baptist Church and social services director at the hospital. So you are given, I would say, a certain amount of... You have to determine how much time you can give to each, I suppose. Mm -hmm. uh, is that true? Is that the way it works for you? It, it's definitely a balancing act be yeah. between both. Um, you, you know, throughout the day, my, my focus is... is uh, my work at the hospital mixed in sometimes with a little bit of things from church. Sometimes they they overlap, um, but yeah, it just requires it requires balancing and managing my time where um, I, I give both the uh, focus uh, that that's needed to, to to do what needs to be done. So I would assume <laughs> there may be times when, as pastor of the Baptist Church here, there will be someone in your congregation, your flock, who become ill and are in the hospital, and you will serve as both the social services director and uh, and also the uh, pastor who goes and visits the person in the hospital. Absolutely. Has that happened? It's, it's happened a few times. It would, it would seem to me uh, that's where the balancing act really gets tied up, <laughs> as, as far as I can tell. Yeah, but it, it, it's 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 really something where there, there's no there's no on and off button. You know, it, there's no there's no trading a hat right. and, and, and saying it at this moment I'm one or the other. It's really a combination uh, of of all of them. You know, of, sure. of both positions when when, I, when I'm doing that. And do you realize that? Uh, while we speak about the church, I think we're obligated to mention that the church has services on Sunday <laughs> and that people are invited to be there. Absolutely. At 10 o'clock? 10 o'clock. Yeah, Rich, we, we would love for people to come join us at 10 a.m. Um, every, every Sunday. Uh, we also have services on weekends. We, we've started uh, some, some youth things. We have a youth Bible study on Thursday evenings wow. at, at 6.30. And then we also have a ladies Bible study that's going to be beginning uh, just in a few weeks. That's going to be on Thursday evenings and then Friday morning. Well, that's, that's good to hear because I think there is a, a drought of, uh, of good biblical information. And uh, to find that there is 
something ready for, let's say, a person my age or a person of my gender or whatever, then I'm to take advantage of that. That's a good thing to do. Absolutely. If yeah. a person has a question about that, they can call you. Yeah, call me, call the church, uh, look us up. We, we have Facebook for the church. Send us a message on Facebook. Okay. Um, is there a, is there a, a web page? No, no web page at this time, but Facebook. Okay. Maybe someday, Maybe. someday soon. Hopefully, we'll we'll have a website. But right now, pretty much uh, our information is going to be on Facebook, and uh, a way to communicate on there. So just look us up, First Baptist Church Eads, on Facebook, and we'll have our information there and a way to communicate with us. I have a question that I'm I'm not at all hesitant to ask, but I, you may be hesitant to answer. When you were contacted by the First Baptist Church of Eads, did you know where Eads was? <laughs> uh, no. I had, I had to Google Map to, to see where Eads was located. When we came here a, a, little, long, a little earlier than you did, mm. uh, that was the question. Every time we told somebody, we've moved to Eads, the question was, where? <laughs> <laughs> Every single time I would tell someone that asked the same question. So we, we now have an obligation. To make sure that people know where we are, yeah. <laughs> and that this is a great place to be. Absolutely, I was thinking it's almost like an oasis in the desert, isn't it? It is. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Now, you know, people who have lived there all their lives or near there uh, may not see it that way. But uh, I, I've I've talked to adults in business here who said that when they became of age, they were, couldn't wait to get out of here. Mm. You know, small town. Yeah, yeah. And so they went off, and, and they got into the world and found out age wasn't too bad, <laughs> you know. And they came back. And I think that happens. I think it does. We, yeah. we talk to those people all the time. Absolutely. Well, Ken Grant, nice to have you here. Thank you, Rich. On this podcast, we're going to uh, sign off now. That's, that's another broadcast word that I can't help but use for my background, but we're going to do that. Thank you for joining us today here on this podcast. Uh, join us anytime you like by coming to uh, Spotify as time goes by with Rich O'Brien. That'll do it, won't it? Okay. Thank you. God bless and goodbye. <laughs>